For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Dr. Phil, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. How's that working out for you? If you must, listen to the Kimmer weekdays noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer makes love like a roller coaster. Yeah. Slow at first going up, then wave fast going down. A few quick turns, and it's all over. Oh. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to get so personal. 12.05. Look out. We made it. It's Friday. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. Let me give you that number. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Give away some tickets to Barry Manilow and Seth MacFarlane coming up here later. And I got a billion things happening today, too, including the Deer Saver and the Spy Pigeon uh, coming up. Plus, the Cobb mom telling her kid to fight back, and they arrest her? She should have punched the principal in the nose. Make it make it an issue. God, you know, my mother, <laughs> my, my mother would have gone down there to that principal and said, Saturday! That's not what she's... Oh, jeez, I always do that. Let's get distracted. Uh, anyway, we'll get to the story. Uh, Phoenix, the anti-Islam rally, and the cowards are everywhere. Oh, you're just asking for trouble. Well, you know what? This is also an anniversary of a famous event in history with Patrick Henry and the similarities between his call to action and what's happening now are scary. Spelling bee, spelling bee. Bernie Sanders, the rape fantasy for you women. Oh, yeah, gang rape fantasy for you women. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's your Democratic candidate with the Hillary Rodham Rodham. Also, Hillary's secret trip to Atlanta and Arizona State, one of my alma maters, gave her a million dollars. All she said was Saturday. <laughs> no, that's a short speech. All uh, the Baltimore cops are afraid to get out of their cars. The seaside British resort cracking down on mankinis. <laughs> That's the old uh, banana sling uh, breathing suit thing there. Yeah. Uh, the Tucker High School. Tucker! The Tucker High School girl with the earplugs attacked but did the right thing. Dress codes, wrestling moves. Oh, yeah, Dennis Hastert. Oh, he got caught. The steward eye pictures in the engine of the airliners now becoming a big deal again. Unbelievable. What is the matter with people? All coming up. We got that and so much more here on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. It's on the camera. 12.8. All right. First of all, 12.30. We'll open up the lines during the 12.30 news. 844 404 1067. And you have to amuse us. To get tickets to see Barry Manilow, Barry Manilow, Gwinnett Arena, next Thursday night, next week, Thursday night, 
We'll give away the tickets. Twelve thirty news eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. You have to give us a either like a knock knock joke or a or a limerick or a short like a ten second uh, punchline joke thing to make us chuckle. And whoever does that the best will get clean. the tickets. A clean, yeah, but yeah, it's a family show. You, you know, you know, you know, you can't make dirty jokes. But if you have a funny knock knock joke or an old something, you know, just a cool funny thing, a limerick or something cool. And it's got to be obviously we don't want to offend anybody. We're just having fun here today. It's Letter Rip Friday, so we got that going. Twelve thirty, we'll do that. All right, now um, a lot of things. Oh, remember yesterday? This was what a, what a cool thing. Things happen really funny sometimes like this. Just uh, the other day, where the hell is it now? I can't find my stink. Here we go. Just the other day, yesterday, was yesterday or Wednesday? I don't remember. I, Wednesday, I got, uh, uh, somebody dropped off from Anheuser-Busch a, uh, a big case of beer, of uh, Bud Light for the Kimmer. And so I gave a whole bunch of, John Boy, and I uh, hope you're enjoying it. So anyway, so I spread it around. And uh, it was to commemorate the fact that they are opening their brewery in Cartersville to uh, tours uh, this Saturday, and again, the last Saturday in every month, I think, for a couple of months, and, and which I thought was kind of nice. People can see how beer is brewed. Well, now, guess what? The Anheuser-Busch Brewery in Cartersville has stopped making beer temporarily, and instead they devoted their entire brewery to putting together bottled or canned water to send to the uh, people affected by the weather in Oklahoma and Texas. How cool is that? Isn't that nice? I mean, that's great. And Anheuser-Busch in Cartersville has, has stopped producing Georgia Brewery beer this week and instead is producing water for all the people affected by the flooding and storms in Texas and Oklahoma. 50,000 cans of, for the American Red Cross. And so our production line's running water instead of beer. <laughs> nice going. Thank you, boys. That's, uh, that's very, very uh, kind of you. A good thing. Also, how about this story? In Roswell, Georgia, at the Hooters up there, there's a waitress, a Hooters girl, named Marianne v- uh, Villarreal. A waitress at Hooters. One of her longtime customers, who's been there longer than she has, she's fairly new, but he's been coming there forever, named Don Thomas. He just lost both his kidneys. What, what, what's that? What's her name again? Her name is Mariana Villarreal. Villarreal? Villarreal. What? What did I say? Well, come on, spit it out. I did something bad, didn't I? Come on. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm you right now. Mariana Villarreal. So this guy, Don Thomas, longtime customer, he lost both his kidneys. So Mariana said, hell, I'll give you one of mine. He said, what? She said, yeah, I'll give you one of mine. So she did. They're in surgery right now. Oh, wow. I mean, he's, he's a customer. And here's why. She said her grandmother recently died from kidney failure. And the girl, Mariana, the Hooters waitress at Roswell, said, I wasn't able to do anything for my grandma, but if Don can live two more years, happy as he's ever been, that's fine with me. It's not up to me. It's up to, I uh, did my part. It's up to God to keep him alive. And, of course, the, where he's having the transplant done, they, they say, well, you can live with, on one kidney for the rest of your life. You can have, have a very successful life with one kidney. And she says a lot of people don't realize how easy it is to give somebody a new life. And so this waitress at Hooters gave a kidney to a customer. I can use a liver. I could use a little something myself. <laughs> is it limited to the one area? or Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Also, at 12, of, God, it's, the show's going way too fast. Dennis Hastert, uh, the former Speaker of the House, Republican, Illinois, used to be a wrestling coach. He apparently got caught paying a $3 million uh, bribe so that if somebody wouldn't tell what he did when he was a younger man as a wrestling coach. Clearly, he must have been molesting kids or something. Okay, well, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. But I have looked up on his Facebook page. He forgot to take off some of his famous wrestling moves while he was a coach in Illinois at the high school. 
Uh, for example, uh, the arm bar, where he takes the young boy by the arm and brings him to a bar. That's, again, that's a, not a... The testes twister, the fireman fondle, the inverted face dangle, the spinning toe suck, the half Nelson and the other half. Ha, ha. The old hold-your-own chicken choker. <laughs> the leg and lip lock, the Steveland steamer, the Cleveland thing, the old jelly donut, and the crotch holder. Those are just a few of the wrestling moves. <coughs> Sorry you guys weren't listening. Uh... <laughs> Well, I didn't mean to bother John. Boys on the phone, got stuff to do, you know. Uh, twelve, twelve. <laughs> no, if I if I'm meeting a child, a young boy, oh, or a girl for that matter, but particularly a young boy, so wrong. I tell the kid first of all, give it a good firm <laughs> grip. Talk, Don't just know. hold your hand out there. Give it a good firm <laughs> shake. shake. Give it a good firm grip. <laughs> I get a little anal about this. I oh, love to teach God. young kids, That's, young boys. It's handshaking. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. Hi, neighbor. This is Mr. Rogers. Hi, Mr. Rogers. And this portion of our show is brought to you by the Cumulus Spelling Bee, where insignificant is spelled K-I-M-M-E-R. Can you say that? Sure. I knew you could. I knew that you could. And now here's your insignificant host, Kim Peterson. Yeah, significant this there. Old sweater boy. 1218. Look out. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Chan Kinchla of Blues Traveler is 46 today, and a happy birthday. Actress Lisa Welchell from The Facts of Life is 52. Is she the one who lost her virginity? Yeah, I think she's the one. Is she the chubby one, or is she the blonde? Is she the good-looking one? No, that was the other one that lost her virginity. made her lose her virginity on the TV. They all lost her virginity. <laughs> Hell, I wasn't even there that weekend. <laughs> also, uh, Ted Levine... Might be Levine, I don't know, from Monk and the Silence of the Lambs. Oh, he was the freak. Oh, yeah. He was the freak in the hole with his skin to ladies. And, oh, very excellent actor. Ted Levine, or Levine, uh, uh, 58 today. Uh, and uh, that is... All right, look out. Hey, it's only the 1219. The glorious Leslie Dove coming up here on News Radio 1067. 844 1067 Again, at 1230, open up the lines during the news, and you can call in and try to entertain us with a, a quick limerick or a one-line joke or a knock-knock joke or something silly just to have a good laugh. We'll give you tickets, uh, two tickets to see Barry Manilow next Thursday night. Also, uh, coming up here, I, I'm, I'm telling you, the I was just rereading one of Patrick Hem- the famous Patrick Henry speech, and I'm telling you, it hit me like a brick in the middle of the face that this is exactly what needs to be said concerning Islam and ISIS and Al-Qaeda and the Taliban and all of them. Our enemies need to hear someone stand up and say what Patrick Henry said back then. And if you don't know those words, unbelievable eloquence for frontiers people. These were frontiersmen. And wait till you hear the language if you have never heard it before. I, I, it's just astounding. All right, so we got that going for us. Also, in Phoenix, the anti-Islam rally. And by the way, I'm now calling for an end to the uh, the phrase former Marine. My whole life, it's, uh, watch out, he's an ex-Marine. Oh, that guy's an ex-Marine. You know, it sounds like, uh-oh, boy, if he's an ex-Marine, it means you're, you better be careful. And now, oh, we have to say former Marine because once a Marine, always a Marine. Now, I didn't start that. And it's true, once a Marine, always a Marine. But give me a, I'm not saying former Marine. It sounds a little too grammatically foo-foo. Well, I'm not working at freaking, uh, you know, Amber Crombie and Fitch, you know, talking about new military phrases and stuff. It's ex-Marine, and that's what I'm saying. So don't give me a crap about, uh, well, what's a Marine, always a Marine. Yeah, been there. Put that. one in his lip. <laughs> well, now that's a little out of context, too, sir. Anyway, uh, this ex-Jarhead is giving is having a big event tonight, and he's telling people to bring their guns. Boy, I swear to God, if they ever have this in Atlanta, we should broadcast live, and I'll bring all my guns. <laughs> 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 
All right. And the bullying mother. I can't believe the bullying mother story in Cobb County. Holy smokes. But first of all, hold on a second. Do you mind if I do something? It's Friday. It's 1221. I got to do something to do every Friday. I check the weather forecast, if you don't mind. What's it doing, baby? Oh, look out. It's definitely rain and men, my friends, and that means only one thing. Yes, it's time to hide the women and children, for we bring you now Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Leslie, how's it going? Well, I'm enjoying me some Bailey's Irish cream this afternoon. <laughs> Bailey and I are thinking about getting married in the Dublin in the fall after the vote last weekend with another insertion of I'm getting married in the morning. Ding dong. I never get past the ding-dong in that song. What I, comes next? I, I don't think there is any part well, after Kim, that. I don't know about you and yes. Pete Davis, but yes. I feel bad for the Atlanta Hawks. You feel bad for him, sir? Oh, yeah. The links that some people will do just to get the hell out of Cleveland. I don't blame them for that. <laughs> A day in Cleveland is like getting two calls from Brett the truck driver. Where's my revolver? <laughs> Where's my revolver? <laughs> I don't know about you, Kim, but yeah. with the Hawks gone, <laughs> yeah. I've got about as much interest in the playoffs as Kevin Spacey has in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. <laughs> he called me up and he said he hated it. <laughs> well, meanwhile, a belated congratulations yes, sir. to racer Juan Pablo Montoya, Montoya, who won the Indianapolis 500 oh, last boy. weekend. Yes, sir. Yeah. What was really impressive was yeah. Juan Pablo, when he won, there were 11 of his family members in the car at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> Juan Pablo said he knew it was going to be his lucky day, Kimmer. Really? Uh -huh. When he got in the car and the fuzzy dice in the rearview mirror rolled over to an 11. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge day in India for the Montoya family. Really? Wow. Well, Juan Pablo picked up the big winner's check, and his father, Julio, received 35 bucks to mow the infield. So. Oh! <laughs> Oh, a big day all around. Meanwhile, out family. at Flowery Branch, yeah, Flowery. the Hawks began working out in light pads, Kimmer. Light pads? Yeah, I don't see here whether they stay free mini or maxes, <laughs> but <laughs> they still begin in their practices. <laughs> anyway, I didn't even know that a Gatorade had a new vinegar and water flavor. Did you <laughs> it goes along with their Kentucky jelly. I don't know. <laughs> Kentucky, that's one of my favorite brands. I hear Matt Ryan is looking really good in practice. Oh, he is really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His interceptions have more zip on them. They're hitting with <laughs> safety, and the cornerbacks rotting on the numbers. I mean, he is really throwing with some authority now. And congratulations to the Stanford Cardinal, yeah. who who whose women's won the NCAA Women's Golf Championship oh. earlier this week, Kevin. Wow. I thought, how, how refreshing yeah. to see a group of ladies who yeah. don't hold up the entire course. I mean, how often does that happen? <laughs> anyway, i got to go back and get ready for my Irish wedding this fall that I was mentioning. Right, you know, uh, Yeah, we're going to flip for who's the bride and who's the groom. And, <laughs> And, you know, who gets to take the other one up the aisle <laughs> of the church? Take it up the aisle of the church. I'm glad I finished that thought. It's going to be a best man, all right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and until next time, this is Leslie Dove, and I'll see you at the ball yard. Go Braves. Chop, chop. Thank you, Leslie. Leslie Dove. Men's on ball. On Friday, let her rip. Anything goes with the camera. Here we go. Mercy! Ah, yeah! Let's go.
have his marriage on the Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, it's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. And let's have a little happy good news in the, in, in the news for you today as well. I think this is a sweet story. Grantville, Georgia, down uh, south of Atlanta. A newborn deer was drowning in a lake. And a fellow named Tony Morse saw the mother deer and the fawn running through his backyard. The mother ran into the woods. The fawn jumped into the water. Well, it started swimming, but then started to struggle. And he saw the fawn struggling to stay above water. Couldn't find his way. Didn't know where he was in the lake. So Morse ran to the shore and pulled the fawn to safety. He cleaned the mud off the baby deer once it was on dry land. And then that fawn refused to leave his side. The baby deer, tiny little baby speckled deer, all legs, wobbly legs like a newborn colt, refused to leave Tony Morse's side. So he said, finally, he could hear the mother calling to the baby in the woods. So he walked the fawn over to the edge of the woods and left it there, tried to walk away, and he eventually came back a few minutes later and the mother had come to get the baby. But he cleaned up, he saved the baby, cleaned it up, and the baby wouldn't leave his side until uh, he took her to mama. What a nice story. Nice going. Tony Morse from Grantville, Georgia, south of Atlanta. Very sweet. I look out, 1227. It's all of the camera. We got News Alliance sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And Jokas coming up now, 844-404-1067 for the Barry Manilow tickets on News Radio 1067. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just, just, just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three on, on News Radio 1067. <coughs> Hello, my name is Charnak the Magnificent, magnificent. and this portion of our show is brought to you by A Swift Kick. A Swift Kick. What do you receive if you get frisky with Taylor Swift? (laughs) A Swift Kick. (laughs) What happened to the ending? (laughs) 1235, look out. It's only me, it's only the Kimmer, and you are on News Radio 1067. Here's our number, 844-404-1067. Give it away Barry Manilow tickets here in just a minute. This is LaToya. LaToya Jackson, 59 today. Happy birthday. A couple other birthdays. Cartoonist Aaron Magruder, who writes Boondocks, is 41. And actress Annette Benning. Is she still married to Shampoo Boy? Uh, what's it? My Warren Beatty. Uh, Annette Benning, fifty-seven today. There we go. All right, look out! It's only the Kimmer. Also, this was a day in seventeen sixty-five. Patrick Henry denounced the Stamp Act before the Virginia House of Burgesses. And I'm going to read to you uh, some part. I want to read the whole thing. I don't want to bore you, but uh, honest to Pete, I am so overwhelmed with the the language in one of his his famous speech. But I'll read part of it for you, not very long, but just enough to show you how this applies today to the enemy who's trying to kill us. I mean, somebody needs to make this call to arms. I think they're doing it partially in Phoenix tonight. We'll talk about that. But first, to the phones. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, give it away the tickets for you have to make us laugh with a, a one-liner or a knock-knock joke or quick limerick or something like that. Here is Bob first up on News Radio 1067. Hi, Bob. The difference in the Kimmer and Brett the truck driver. All right, sir. Brett can draw a bigger crowd at a 
rare public appearance. <laughs> hey, ho, oh, ah, all right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> hi, Bob. Uh, here's uh, Linda, News Radio 1067. Hello, Linda. Hi, Kimmer. I have a knock knock joke. Okie dokie. Okay, knock knock. Who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? Kimmer, I didn't know you could yodel. A little old lady who? <laughs> okay, Linda. And here's a Dwayne on News Radio 1067. Hello, Dwayne. Hello, knock what? knock. Yeah, now who's there? Two. Two who? No, it's to whom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Rosa, News Radio 1067. Hi, Rosa. Hey, Kim, it's your bipolar babe. And hey, I'm no. feeling so good and stable. I just wanted to call and tell you a joke. All knock, right. Knock. Yeah, now, who's there? It's none of your damn business. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Okie okay. dokie. And here's Margaret on News Radio 1067. Hey, I'm Margaret. Oh, hi. I've got a knock knock joke. Okie doke. Knock knock. Who's there? Mandy. Mandy, who? Man, the traffic to the concert was so bad. <laughs> man, the drive to the oh. concert. Oh, oh, man. All right. Well, there you go. And here's uh, Tim on News Radio of uh, New uh, 1067. Hey, Tim, what you got? Hey, Kimmer, what is the difference in fishing and making love to the Kimmer? Fishing and making love to the Kimmer? I have no idea, sir. The fish don't mind when you fall asleep in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, boys. We, we have a decision to make. You know, I, was, I think especially when she, yeah, let, why not? Rosa, is that okay with you, John Boy? All right, Rosa, we'll put Rosa on line four. Rosa, you get the tickets to go see Barry Manlow next Thursday. How about that? All right, so we'll put you on hold and uh, have a fun time at the Quadensa. Oh, entitled <laughs> to the bacon. Thank you so much. All right, 1239 on News Radio 1067. It's only me, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Mm. I have so much stuff. It's Letter Up Friday. It means it's your show. Anything you want to say, you want to react to, start something off, whatever, it's your show. We just have a little fun here on Friday. Uh, there are some serious things to talk about, though. But first of all, did, the spelling bee, I, I don't know where I... I Cracked up when I heard this soundbite. The pronouncer, you know, the spelling bee ended in a tie for the second time, a second year in a row. And uh, one contestant, Vanya Shavashavalada Shankar and Gokul Lam. <coughs> seven out of the ten were from India or something, which is, you know, and, and by the way, I think this is a this is a racist observation. A racism, a racism is the belief that one race is superior to another. That's the definition of racism. Bigotry means you just don't like somebody because of the color skin or their religion or whatever. But this is a racist statement. I am beginning to think that there is something genetically in the Indian, the people from India, the Indian India people, Indians, something genetically superior to the rest of us for brain power or memory function, or, I mean, how many Nobel Prize winners are, are from India? How many uh, uh, incredible scholars and mathematicians are from India? I mean, I, I, I have no proof of that. I'm just saying, uh, thank God, my doctor is my heart doctor <laughs> from India. They, and he's great. I mean, they're just the smartest people I know. Anyway, I don't know if that's true or not. But here's the spelling bee, and they get these kids in the spelling bee, and then the announcer, man, if this had been me up there, I, w- I would have started shaking. Here's what he did to them. Listen closely. 22 of the 25 championship words have been spelled, Gokul. If you spell this next word correctly, we would have only two words left on the championship word list. And it would be impossible for only one speller to emerge victorious. 
If you spell this word correctly, the Scripps National Spelling Bee will declare you and Vanya co-champions. Oh, no pressure! If, however, you are incorrect, yeah, then you lose. Vanya will have the opportunity to spell, and, and if correct, Mommy will be will the hit sole you. champion of the Scripps National <laughs> Put Spelling Bee. you in your bee. room, in the dark. Ready? <laughs> I mean, my God. Yeah, I'm ready, sure. Non-attack. Non-attack. <clears throat> non-attack. N-U-N-A-T-A-K. Non-attack. Yeah, take correct. that, pal. <laughs> Hits it out of the park. But I mean, it's amazing. It's just amazing. And by the way, I don't even understand why there is a spelling bee. It's not a spelling bee. It's a memory bee. All they do, you, 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 you practice memorizing words. And clearly, you know, if you know definitions and derivations and whether it has a Latin root, you know, or French derivation, whatever, that might help you with a word you don't know. But they know all the words. They just get every word ever written in every possible periodical and dictionary and thesaurus and memorize them. So it's a memory test. It's not a spelling. It's not not spelling. They're recalling from their memory, which is fine. But it's not a spelling test. It's a it's a brain memory test. So I I, mean, I don't I just I don't I just I'm just making an observation. Twelve forty two. What did I just say about <laughs> ethnic slurs? <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home Here on News Radio one oh six seven. Ending by. This is Speaker of the House, John Boehner, (laughs) and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by FIFA, because bribery, money laundering, and corruption are serious crimes, unless, of course, they're done by the Clintons, and then we all let them (laughs) off the hook, because we won't grow a pair. Yikes. Anyway, here's your host for the time being, (laughs) Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Happy Friday. Let her rip. Anything goes, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio 1067 with Oasis and Noel Gallagher, the guitar player's 48 today. A couple other birthdays, actor Anthony Geary. Uh, he was one, one half of that famous pair that we just had a birthday on the other day. and uh, I can't remember her name Luke now. But and Laura. It, what's that? Luke and Laura. Yeah, Anthony Geary is 68. Yeah, today, what a thing there. Also, this was the day, 1943. Norman Rockwell's portrait of Rosie the Riveter appeared on the cover of the Saturday Evening Post magazine. The model for Rockwell's Rosie the Riveter was Mary Doyle Keefe, who passed away last month at the age of 92. Rosie the Riveter to uh, to show the work that women were doing while the men were off to war and the women took over the factories and uh, God bless them. Man, that was a generation that saved the planet. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, oh, hold on a second. We got a, we got an update. And then I want to play for you what's going on in Phoenix. And also, I'm telling you, these words of Patrick Henry have more meaning today, I think, as much meaning as they had back in 1775. Here is uh, Dan on News Radio 1067. Hello, Dan. Hey, Jim. I'm super fine, man. Thank you, sir. Welcome. What did I get wrong? Well, I was just, you know, I was telling you about the story of Tony Morris and the, the deer that he had found, you know, and took back to the woods. Yeah. Uh, man, I, we were there, a lot of the kids there in the neighborhood, and we were trying to feed it because it was hungry. Uh, we tried milk, goat's milk, and other stuff. You're not going to believe what this, the only thing this thing would eat. What? Uh, soil and green. Oh, now, see, I, uh, you and Pete knew it. You know, when you... <laughs> you know, he's waiting soil and green. He laid in wait Soil and green. 
What soil and green? I wonder what that is. Soil and green is people. Oh, it's people. Thank you so much, Charlie. All right, it's twelve fifty already. But you know, you know what? I've got a newsbreak line coming up here very shortly, so I'm going to wait to do the Patrick Henry thing. But I will. Um, I got this is so important because of what's happening in Phoenix, and also uh, you're going to hear from the rally organizer in Phoenix tonight. Outside of the Islamic Community Center, which is where the two scuzzbag Islam Muslims tried to commit jihad in Texas a few weeks ago, they used to pray at this particular uh, Islamic Center in Phoenix, and that's where they're having a rally tonight uh, to show Islam what we care about, and that is American liberty and freedom. It's a freedom of speech rally, and the uh, organizer, an ex-Marine, is saying, bring your guns. I love it. But first, let's get, it's the Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old uh, Newsmaker Line there. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon, Kimmers, your old friend Larry King. Larry. With a new you... product from Sunset. Oh, what's that, Larry? Well, it's one part Cialis, one part milk of magnesia. It's for those people out there that don't know if they're going or arriving. You know, when you can't keep track of it. See where you're headed. Thank you. (laughs) Well, the GOP field, you know the difference between the GOP field and the Jerry Farber side door lounge? No, I don't, sir. I don't know. Well, the GOP field's really getting crowded, Kimber. I mean, everybody's trying to get in. They're lining up waiting to. (laughs) As opposed to rushing out the door before he starts playing the piano. Larry, they got speed bumps at the exits over there. <laughs> Slow down, going home. <laughs> Seriously, I took a count last night. The Republican field now consists of eighteen men and one woman. Oh man, one woman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So much like the Bachelorette suite over at the Marriott Marquis. <laughs> You know, for those gang parties they like to have over there. <laughs> well, the National Spelling Bee is underway. It kind of reminds yeah. me of the uh, Delta Airlines reservation line. Well, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, it looks like they've both been outsourced to India. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, round trip from Atlanta to Seattle. That's 300 Delta Sky Miles. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a little longer than that, I think, sir, sir. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen your statement lately, Bill. <laughs> I understand for this year's Spelling Bee, the judges yes. are allowing some alternate spellings. Have you noticed that, Kim? Alternate? Alternate spellings. No, I well, for yes, yesterday, for instance, a kid yeah. correctly spelled chlamydia, L-O-H-A-N. <laughs> <laughs> Another spelled Steve McCoy, G-O-D. Once again, perfectly acceptable if you've ever been to a sales meeting. Good by me. <laughs> Chipper Jones, you see the latest on Chipper? No, what's new? Got in a heated Twitter war with an irate fan who has, apparently he refused to sign the guy's autograph oh, years ago. really? Yeah. Oh, my God, it got really ugly, Kim. Really, really ugly? I mean, Chipper continued the Twitter exchange for so long, Mrs. Hangman started to feel neglected. It. <laughs> That's going to cause a problem. Hangman's kids came in and said, Chipper, Daddy, please get off the iPad and play catch with us. Eventually had to settle for their surrogate dad, Chad. <laughs> How many beards do you know that are named Chad? Anyway, <laughs> allegations continue to swirl on uh, former House Speaker Denny Haston saying blackmail to one of his former male high school wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why everybody's surprised about this, Kimmer. Cool. You know, he was once on my show, Larry King Live, yeah. and he's talking about his new book, Denny Haston's Book of Wrestling Moves. Wrestling Moves? I didn't hear about Yeah, that. they had the Tyler Perry pile driver, the... Uh, <laughs> The step over twinkle toe hold, that was a pretty good <laughs> tip off, you know. Twinkle toe hold. The Cox Broadcasting Bear Hug, you know. The... 
about the how's your hammer lock? I mean, <laughs> the chromeless trailer hitch. I mean, we should have known. <laughs> there should have been a, a warning. <laughs> Thank honest. you so much. <laughs> Buffalo, here on. It's Larry King. Thank Hello. you. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Larry. Look out. Tony Me, 1254 News Radio 1067. 844 1067. I'll do the uh, the story on the Phoenix rally tonight where the organizers, the next jarhead, says, bring your guns. And they're asking for, they're basically, they're saying, hey, you know what? Screw you. I mean, in fact, you know what? It's 1254. I got two minutes. I'm going to read part of this Patrick Henry speech. And listen, if you don't think these words would be, would be ex- extremely important for us today, he said in 1775. Mr. President, it's natural for man to indulge in the illusion of hope. We are apt to shut our eyes against a painful truth and listen to the song of that siren till she transforms us into beasts. They tell us, sir, that we are weak, but when will we be stronger? Will it be next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope? until our enemies shall have bound us hand and foot. Millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty, and in such a country as that which we possess, are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations, and who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Besides, sir, we have no election. If we were base enough to desire it, it is now too late to retire from the contest. There's no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged. Their clanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is inevitable, and let it come. I repeat it, sir, let it come. It is in vain, sir, to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war has actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it the gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God! I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Man, you, if you've changed a few words in that, we need a call to arms. We're under attack. And it may start tonight in Phoenix, Arizona, 1257 on News Radio 1067. Herp. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. This is Elroy Jetson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show, which sucks as bad in the present as it does in the future. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067.
Sorry, that was a little early. Has a striking face. <laughs> Sorry, man. Is, how many times was it? Kimmer interrupted my Kimmer damn news. Tell <laughs> him to shut up in there. <laughs> you can't take me anywhere. Sorry, John. Twelve one oh five, and it's only the Kimmer. Here we go. Let her rip Friday. Anything goes. Okay. <laughs> Gary Brooker from Procol Harum. Brooker. Barely even newer. He's 70 today, for the record there. Now, this is about as <laughs> boring and down as geez. God, heaven. Uh, let's see what else we got here. John Hinckley, who tried to kill President Reagan and did shoot and kill, basically, as a, a spokesman who finally died from the head wound. Well, not finally, but eventually. Uh, John Hinckley is 60 today. So there you go. All right, it's a 105 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Now, again, hold on a minute. Where's, where's my speech? There it is. Uh, the most important things, or a couple of the, sorry, the important things about this, uh, some of the speech are out of Patrick Henry. Did you notice all the, all the references to God? And to uh, the Creator, a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our enemies for us. Uh, there is no retreat but in submission of slavery chains are forged. Uh, millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty. Such an enemy as ours can present. I mean, it's unbelievable. And the eloquence with which these frontiersmen spoke is astounding. Patrick Henry, from his speech, Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death, March 23rd, 1775. I didn't notice all the references at first. Could you read it again? <laughs> Very funny, mister. <laughs> so I guess that's a no for doing it after two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who cares if our listeners get a little cultural history and, uh, you know, patriotism, liberty, stuff like that, you know. You damn. <laughs> ah, tough crowd, tough crowd. All right. Anyway, now in Phoenix tonight, again, I read that because what's happening in tonight is Phoenix, Arizona is having a Mohammed cartoon drawing contest like the one in Texas. It's an anti-Islam rally in Phoenix at the community center where the two killers or would-be killers who got killed instead in Texas where they used to pray in Phoenix. So this ex-jarhead, this Marine, is, uh, is going to have his rally tonight, John Ritzheimer. And he says, this is not, they're not trying to do anything special, but it's important for people to know about it. I appreciate the mosque did come out and they condemned the two gunmen. Uh, they've come out and they've condemned ISIS. People call him an extremist. To me, it's just a Muslim following their book as it's written. And he says, you know, he wants his friends who are going to show up to bring their guns, and they have pledged to do so. Measures that we have to take to expose the true colors of this religion. Unfortunately, we have to hold a cartoon contest, as silly as it sounds, to be able to show the true colors of Islam. There, uh, And I don't know whether you saw the video of this guy, uh, John Ritzheimer, but he's wearing a T-shirt that says blank Islam, only it isn't blank. And uh, he's going to bring additional shirts for fellow protesters tonight. Uh, he says there will be no food vendors because we don't want this to turn into a carnival. It's not a carnival. People bring their own snacks and water, but keep the neighborhood clean, and there will be no after party. This is serious business. Wow. No after party. No, it's not a party. This is a rally for peace, an anti-Islam freedom of speech rally. Now, does it matter if you believe he's asking for trouble? No. So what? 
And I'll tell, honest to God, if they, I don't know whether it would work here, and I'm not, you know, the guy trying to organize an, an anti-Islam. But I'll tell you what, if I were in Phoenix, I, when I went to Arizona, oh, by the way, Arizona State, one of my, that's where I got my bachelor's degree, uh, Arizona State paid the Clint taxes, the Hillary Rodham Rodham, and her goofball husband, half a million dollars to host an event there. Half a I'm million dollars. I'm an educated dollars. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Arizona State, one of my alma maters, uh, gave them half a million dollars to the to the Clint taxes. I I just can't believe it. I think that's disgusting, especially since they've been re- they've doubled the tuition in the last ten years at Arizona State. Uh, I'm very disappointed in them for that. I just I, I don't get it, and I I I think it's really really terrible. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> I don't know whether you heard this. Speaking of politics. Democratic candidate Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, the socialist, and I don't call him that. He is, by definition, a socialist. He calls himself a socialist. He's a a screaming liberal. Once wrote an essay for a publication called Vermont Freedom. And in this essay, Bernie Sanders, running for president, says, God, I can't even say what he's, I'll I'll, uh, just, he says, quote, a man, he talks about um, uh, views on gender and sexuality. When he wrote this article back in the 70s, Bernie Sanders wrote, quote, A man goes home and his typical fantasy, a woman on her knees, a woman tied up, a woman abused, unquote. That's the typical male fantasy. He says the typical male fantasy where a man is uh, pleasing himself is a woman on her knees, tied up and abused. And he says when it comes to female fantasies, Bernie Sanders know what that's all about, too. Quote, Bernie Sanders, quote, a woman enjoys with her man as she fantasizes being raped by three men simultaneously, unquote, Bernie Sanders. Hi-yi-yi. I don't remember that as being some sort of a mainstream philosophy in 1972, do you? Man! Bernie Sanders, a woman fantasizes being gang raped by three guys at the same time when she's having sex with her boyfriend or her husband. Or ma- I mean, this is un- and the guy's typical fantasy is a woman on her knees tied up and abused. I, I, my fantasy is not to abuse a woman. I can promise you, not a whole knee thing. I mean, that's just ridiculous. What is your fantasy? Uh, f- well, I don't think. You want to- <laughs> my fantasy is working with you guys right oh. here, Pete. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you another fantasy. <laughs> another fantasy of mine. <laughs> Excuse me while I thank you. Out. Yes, you know the little midget Vern Troyer, the mini me. Well, he was he's he's in the show Celebrity Wife Swap, and Heinz Ward's wife came over to change his uh, man cave, and the little uh, midget Vern Troyer uh, had this to say about what she did to his man cave. There's too much sports stuff in here. That's why it's called the game room. It's going to be Britney's game room, too, so we're going to have to find some things to move around. Candles and pink pillows in a man cave, it just it, it doesn't go together. There's something wrong there. You know what I think about this? Uh, no, I don't know what you think. I hope it's good things. <laughs> thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, Vern, cut the cheese right there on TV to show her what he thought of her man cave idea. Come on, you don't put pink pillows in a man cave. My God, man. One that kind of little code. <laughs>
That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, this is uh, Senator Ted Kennedy. And this yes, portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by the Kennedy Spelling Bee, oh. uh, where the word paramour is spelled D-O-A. <laughs> and now <laughs> here's your host, Kim Peterson. Uh, yeah, dead on arrival. My neck, my neck. Yes, this is Paul McCartney singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Paul McCartney released Mary Had a Little Lamb on this day in 1971. It was perhaps his least successful song, and it still made the top 30. Paul McCartney singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. (laughs) Unbelievable. Also, uh, let's see, actor Anthony Azizi from Threatened Matrix and Lost is 46 today. And uh, actress Lorelai Linklater from Boyhood. The movie Boyhood is 22 today. All right, I got it. It's only me. 119 News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Okay, Seth MacFarlane tickets. We have two tickets for his performance with the Atlanta Symphony in September. Two tickets for Seth MacFarlane. And uh, you want to do another little joke? Let's do another little one-line joke thing. A limerick or a one-line joke or a quick uh, something or other to make us laugh. But not now, but at 1.30 during the 1.30 news. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Dennis Hastert is in trouble. He's been uh, federally charged with basically bribery. He apparently has been paying off. We have to guess a little. The story revolves... Dennis Hastert, the former Speaker of the House, Republican from Illinois, who was a high school teacher and wrestling coach outside of Chicago uh, from 1965 to 1981. And apparently he, he's been paying off somebody with hundreds of thousands, well, actually millions of dollars, a total of three and a half millions of dollars in hush money to keep somebody quiet. We don't know exactly what, obviously we're assuming that therefore he paid off somebody he must have molested. Or someone who knew that he was a molester or something. I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm speculating. Well, allegedly my ass. I mean, he's a public figure for one thing, and it's a federal charge, and they won't say what it is, so I'm speculating. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm saying I'm speculating what the charge is. Uh, he got caught taking money out of the bank, 50 grand at a time to pay this guy. The bank cracked down because you're not supposed to do more than 10000 at a time without uh, the IRS is going to get notified. Then he lied to the FBI when they came to see him. But here's the other funny part, too. The FBI investigation in uh, into this whole issue had to, to decide who's the bad guy. The FBI investigation was whether Hastert, the former speaker, was the victim of a criminal extortion related to other things, or uh, they had to decide who to charge depending on who's the most victimized. You know, you see what I mean? In other words, you can charge either the guy for demanding a bribe, or you can charge the bribe giver to say, I'm going to give you hush money to shut you up. So either way, somebody committed a crime. But there are cases, in, in a lot of cases, in a lot of states, where it's hard to nail politicians who break the law for bribes because it's not illegal to accept a bribe. It's only illegal to offer one. What? Yeah. Well. In other words, if, if I'm a businessman and I, or I'm, a, I'm a congressman and I go to a businessman and say, hey, if you give me $100,000, uh, I'm going to vote your way, and the guy gives him $100,000, he didn't break the law. I did. 
I took his money in return for doing a favor. But the, you could say the businessman bribed me to get the favor, but, but it was the guy who took the bribe, who offered the bribe in the first place. See what I mean? It could go either way. So they charged Hastert. But now yeah, well, everybody wants to know what the heck happened. Well, we think we know what happened. It had to be something involving wrestling and children and school. I mean, why would they bring it up, you know? Yeah. Anyway, not the guy. And by the way, some of his wrestling moves, we should have known this was going to be a problem. Uh, some of his wrestling moves that he taught when he was a child, we've unleashed uh, 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 some of the list. Uh, the over the river and through his magnificent pecs move. I don't see that. <laughs> kind of silly. The barefoot tickler. The, the Spanish glute tosser, the arm sling salad shooter, the luscious lady, lady, lady leg locker, the close talking saliva taster, the Persian carpet mound charger, the sidewinding face bluegee, the sissy sizzling scissor squasher. Now, these are just some of the wrestling moves that are really just kind of an indication <laughs> of something bad. Uh, 123 on News Radio 1067. Hold on a second. Get that phone real fast. Is John filling in? Yeah, there you go. John's got it. We got a news break line stated by your sponsor, Brother Sighting Doctor, in a second here. Doctor. Uh, in just one second, so I'm going to pause just for a moment so we can make sure we're doing this. Let's try anything else. And uh, don't forget, give away the tickets to see Seth MacFarlane uh, during the 130 News. Wait, the news break line! Good, <laughs> Good afternoon! Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Hank Hill calling <laughs> hey, Hank, how's from it going? Strickland Propane. Propane, sure. How's it going, Hank? Uh, you know, don't you hate those awful choices you have to make sometime in life? Yeah, choices. Laxative yeah. versus suppository, you know. <laughs> Romney versus Obama. <laughs> a call from Brett, the truck driver. Kimmer redoing the Patrick Henry speech. I mean, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll take liberty or death. Just go read that again. Well, there goes that idea. <laughs> a pool or a pond would be nice. Liberty or death. Well, I hate to brag, the National Spelling Bee is yeah. going on, and yes. yesterday, yeah. my son Bobby won his local junior high spelling bee. Really? That's great. Yeah. Bobby co correctly spelled the word disregarded as K-I-M-M-E-R, so <laughs> I think he's been hanging out in the sales department lately. Well, you know, I tell you, I really admire, my wife Peggy admires yeah. those Indian and Pakistani kids who dominate the National Spelling yeah, Bee. Dominate, yeah. Why can't they speak this clearly when I try to get tech support is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, with a laptop, you know. He always says his name is Billy or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. This is Bubba in Columbus, right, yeah. yeah. Well, Bernie Sanders wrote an essay on yeah. men and women's rape fantasies. Rape. And the guy's running for president. Yeah. I tell you the length that some people will go just to get Bill Cosby's endorsement, Kimmer. <laughs> the outrageous things people will write to get booked over there at the Cobb Sexual Energy Center. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the name. I didn't know they changed the name on it. <laughs> When's the sign going up? <laughs> right after Jameis Winston performs there, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, organizers of that Prophet Muhammad cartoon contest in Phoenix that yeah. you've been talking about, yes, sir, yeah. they're pretty smart over there. They're smart over there, sir? Well, they're putting out Perel hand sanitizers, bars of soaps, and deodorant to keep the Muslim terrorists away. You know, it's <laughs> like holding a job fair in Ferguson, Missouri. It's the best way to clear things out. I once asked my wife, Peggy, why do they call it the bath party when none of their members take one? <laughs> oh, hello. 
Hassan? I hope the event in Phoenix is as successful as the contest was out in Garland, Texas, Kimber. Really, really sir? Yeah. Where the winning drawing were those two chalk victim outlines. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe ISIS took credit for planning that attack. Hell, that's like taking credit for putting together the Rock 100 morning show. <laughs> And say what you will about former House Speaker Denny Hastert. Hastert. The man was one hell of a wrestling coach, Kimmer. Wrestling coach, was he? Good one. He not only taught his boys the half Nelson, he also taught them the full Johnson. I mean, this guy. <laughs> had all kinds of great you can call show. me Ray J. <laughs> but does you, you doesn't have to call me Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Hill and the propane boys right here with the camera. <laughs> ah, look out. It's only me. 844-404-1067. Ticket giveaway. Tallahassee, Florida. Howard Browning and his girlfriend Lynn agreed 20 years ago to share any lottery money they ever win. 14 years later, she won a million bucks, and she's not giving him a nickel. So he's suing her to get the money, and the judge says, well, if you were romantically involved when she won... In nineteen, uh, well, in two thousand like seven or something, then she has to split it. Now it's going back before another judge. And chicks, man, chicks. One twenty-seven on News Radio one hundred six seven. This is your formerly alive announcer Don Pardo, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer, courtesy of the Hangman and John Boy. You know the only two people who do any real work around here. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio one hundred six seven. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn Sun. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by the Mississippi Law of Sexual Attraction, also known as the Theory of Relativity. I say it's a joke. They're attracted to their relative son. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Kelly, who's this? This is Melanie Brown, uh, who's 40 today. She's one of the Spice Girls. I think she's a three-way Spice. I'm fairly sure she's she threesome Spice. One of those. I can't remember which one it is. Anyway, she's 40. Hits a big old portal. All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 106.7. On this day in 1953... Mount Everest was conquered by Edmund Hillary of New Zealand and Tenzing Norgay of Nepal, the first climbers to reach the summit of Mount Everest on this day in 1953, once again putting to a lie the claim by Hillary Rodham Rodham that she was named Hillary after Sir Edmund Hillary. Unfortunately, she was born seven or eight years before Edmund Hillary did his thing, so clearly she's a liar and been spreading that story for 30 years. What an idiot. You know, you, should, you should could just look at a calendar or something. I don't know. Anyway. All right, I got it. It's on the camera. 844-404-1067. Should we away these tickets? Did I? No, Shall we? Well, let's do it now. We have uh, Seth MacFarlane tickets with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra coming in September. Seth MacFarlane, who is a family guy, and he's a singer, and he's done all kinds of things. Uh, if you like these tickets, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Call us right now, and we'll uh, if you can entertain us, or if you want them, you can have them, and uh, we'll just call it a day. All right, 844-404-1067 for Seth MacFarlane and the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, September 18th uh, here in town. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. You know, the more I think about this business going on in Phoenix tonight, uh, Pete just asked me a question. 
Tell them what you were talking to me during the break about uh, the, the the similarities between what's happening in Phoenix mm-hmm. tonight, an anti-Islam rally, to say, you know, we're having a freedom of speech rally. If you don't like it, tough. ISIS is warned against doing it. Right. And? It's 1943, and the Nazis warn Americans not to draw any cartoons of Hitler. What do you think the greatest generation's response would be? Or the uh, Japanese Hirohito says you can't you can't keep calling us Japs. What would what would our response be? I don't know bombs, napalm, weapons. And you know the response would be well you can't compare Muhammad to Hitler. Well, if you oh, read really? the Quran and how Muhammad <laughs> spread his religion, yeah, it's kind of similar. Yeah, one way or the other. Right, one thirty-seven. Let's get back to let's give give these tickets eight four 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 zero four ten sixty-seven. You have to entertain us with a limerick or a one-line joke or a knock-knock or something. Here is Eric on News Radio one zero six seven. Hi, Eric. Hey, how you doing? Good. Welcome. What do you have for us, sir? Uh, just a little limerick. All right. There's Steve, Michael, and Kimmer have no idea who is slimmer, but one thing's for sure, the boss likes the first two more as the the stars, they both glimmer. (laughs) Okay. Fairly creative, I must admit. Uh, Using the names of our broadcasters here is always a good idea. Billy on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Billy. Doing good. How are you? Good. Welcome. What do you have for us, sir? Well, I found out that cellular hydration... Does not mean dropping your cell phone into the toilet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's in one of our commercial sponsors. Here's Bill on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Bill. Hey, Kimmer. Good to have you back in uh, Atlanta Thank again, you, by sir. the way. Great to be here. Uh, yeah, there was this guy. His dog died, and he was very sad. And he went to the his priest and he said, Father, I, could you perform some kind of ceremony for my dog? And he said, well, son, we don't do that, but if you go to the Baptist church down the street, they'll probably take care of you. Oh, Father, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Do you think $500 would be good enough to uh, take care of that? Uh, oh, wait a minute, Kim. I think you may have even told this joke. Yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't tell me the dog was Catholic. We'll do it for you here. There you go. There you uh, go. There you go. Here, that's all right. Here's Sharon on News Radio 1067. Hi, Sharon. Welcome. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. What's up? I have a cute, clean uh, limerick. Okay, okay. A man to a baker said, So, your prices are no longer low. $10 is high for one cherry pie. And the baker said, I need the dough. I need the dough. Hey, <laughs> hi All right, Jared, hold on. Here's Ed on News Radio 1067. Hey, Ed, what do you have for us, sir? I got a quick joke for you. The woman called the police and said the man was disposing himself next door. So the police come out there and got to looking and told the man, we don't see anything. And the woman told the cop, you stand in this chair, you can see everything. <laughs> if you look through his window, you can there you go. Uh, and here's Stephen on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Stephen. This is David. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, it says Stephen here, but we'll go with David. Yeah, that's what he said, too, when I talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have, man? Well, I was going to say that I'm probably one of the few people that have been downtown to the uh, the Symphony Hall and know how to get there. Listen to you. Uh, all right. Well, I'm to go down there. There you go. And that, Again, that's uh, fairly amusing. All right, boys, we have to uh, pick a winner here. Uh, Billy. Billy? We got Eric, Billy, Bill, Sharon, and Stephen. Oh, the broadcasters was Eric. Eric at the top. That's fairly creative. I will give him Eric. Uh, Eric, you're the winner. You're mentioning the boys, and our egos are uh, satisfied. So you have the tickets. Congratulations. We'll put you. Right. You, th- 
Thank you, man. We'll you put think your... maybe the other guy could give me directions to get down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put you on hold. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, heartbreaker. We tease, we joke. All right, 141. It's only the camera. No sweat, no sweat. Anyway, congratulations. All right, that's our prizes for today. And then uh, and we'll have some more. We'll be fooling around. Just uh, don't forget, by the way, our podcast, which is sponsored by our good friends at Showcase Photo and Video. I love these places. Man, is that just a, a great store. Our podcast, newsradio1067.com. Go to the Kimmer Clinkaloony. And you can listen to any of them, one of the Kimmer shows from the first of the year, anyone that you want to, with, with the rare exception, too. All right, uh, 141 already on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067, 844 404 1067. A stewardess, flight attendant from Spirit Airlines, is un- in trouble now because she was at the Chicago O'Hare Airport. Before her flight took off, she went into the, she sat in the huge engine, the big turbine engine, to have her picture taken. Inside the jet engine well wall at Tarmac at O'Hare. Some people getting on a plane nearby saw her. And then, actually, and even in their plane, she got on board the aircraft to go to her work when it was time for her to check in. And the passenger said, what were you doing? She says, I was just taking a picture. And they turned her in. They called the TV station, took some pictures of her, and started complaining about it. And so, and flight attendants are saying, wait a minute, we all do this. Every, every stewardess and every pilot and every mechanic has had his picture taken sitting inside or standing inside the huge engine on a plane. It's what they do. It's fun. It's cool. It's a, hey, I did this when I was a kid. Look at how big these planes were. That's no big deal. Well, now all of a sudden, some associations saying, oh, it's dangerous. What if she had done something to the engine? Oh, for God's sakes. These are the same people who don't know that if you go out playing in the in, in the trees and the woods or in the rocks or something, you skin your knee, you put some mud on it, and you keep playing. You don't go to the freaking hospital and complain and file a freaking lawsuit against somebody. Damn modern pansies. Okay. <coughs> Sorry, 142 now. There once was a boy who liked to suck his thumbs. <laughs> his thumbs? His mother asked him to stop, but he wouldn't. So she cut off his sums. But first... Now he has no sums. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Rodney. Are you kidding? Hey, Rodney. And this portion of the Kim Peterson yes, Show there, yes, is brought to you by Valerie Jarrett. Oh, Valerie. And she's what's known as a two-bagger. That's a woman who's so ugly, you put a bag over your head in case the bag over her head breaks. Are you kidding? And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you, Rodney. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. It's letter rip Friday. Anything goes. Time for a lady's choice now. Kind of slowing it down. Grab that special partner. In 1999, the remains of Iron Butterfly bass player Phil Taylor Kramer, the remains of Mr. Kramer, were found inside a van in a ravine near Malibu, California. He had been missing for four years. He was driving to the airport to pick up a friend, never showed up. Four years later, in 1999, on this day, they found the van and his dead body inside it. Down by the river? Down by the river. And we are in that same van today doing our broadcast show with the cameras in tribute to Iron Butterflies, Mr. Kramer. Kramer? Yeah. Really even know her. Kramer. All right, that's enough. Get out. Yeah, Facebook update. Facebook, Facebook. Rob has sent us a lovely picture of him and his family. There's like five of them all together, cool. sitting in the engine well of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, this is so stupid. I mean, for crying out loud, 
the people on the plane saw the stewardess inside the engine thing. You know, these great big round turbine engines. And, and everybody who's ever worked on a jet plane, I guarantee you, Wayne, no yeah, offense, you know has well. got 5,000 pictures of everyone he's ever known. He's put, he's, I guarantee he's put his babies for a picture inside these jet engines. It's what you do. They're not, you know, they don't go in, they don't go in there with sledgehammers and start banging on the turbines. I mean, they just sit there and get a picture taken and jump off, for God's sakes. And somebody made a big stink, and now she's in trouble, and, and the Spirit Airlines won't say what they did to her, but they've punished her and won't say what it is. I mean, it's just, and, and, and the steward I, around the world are reacting to this the silliness over the picture of her sitting in a wheel in an, in an engine. Well, that's just, you know, it's, it's just wrong. Uh, 151, I got news lines coming up. Here's Huckleberry on News Radio 1067. Huckleberry, how's it going? Uh, all right, Kimmer, how are you? Good. What's up, man? Not much. I uh, just got my CDL. I'm a truck driver. Excellent. Based out of Atlanta. Drive all over the place. And me and all my friends have been listening to you for many, many years. And I wanted to blow my horn for you. Yeah. There you go. Now you're talking. Hey, we've been listening to you for years, and we're easily entertained. So I just want to let you know you're doing a great job. Well, <laughs> you have low standards. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Mary. Here, I'll put you on hold for a prize. <laughs> Anyway, it's okay by me. One fifty one news break lights coming up, sponsored by the sighting doc. Oh, sweetness bell. Sweetness bell. Alright, now I gotta run off my stupid sweetness bell. I hold all right, hold on, hold on. I gotta start to sing. <clears throat> sweetness bell, okay. <clears throat> she was only a whiskey maker, but he loved her still. <clears throat> See, he was a whiskey maker. <clears throat> a hole has been found in the nudist camp wall. The police are looking into it. (laughs) (laughs) And, just for the fun of it, the midget fortune teller who escaped from prison, okay, the midget fortune teller who escaped from prison was a small medium at large. (laughs) 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 Thank you. All right, 152. It's the Newsmaker Line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Charles Barkley calling. Charles, welcome. How's it going, sir? Small, medium, and large. Give me a break. <laughs> when you. you start stealing from Ray Romano, anyway. <laughs> I got this great joke about this medium. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I guess sleeping outside too much. The Hawks, ever yes, since sir. the playoffs, yeah. the Hawks had some sort of appreciation day, Kimmel. Yeah, appreciation and What the hell am I supposed to appreciate? <laughs> Them clowns cost me 35 dimes and the extra five grand I'm having to pay for the bodyguard. <laughs> since the bookie put out a hit on me, I mean, you thought Heidi Flies had a price on her head, and I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I mean, unlike one of Taylor Swift's boyfriends, I'm really screwed, Kim. Can I get a loan or something? <laughs> sure. Thank God I just signed a new contract with TN. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say new contract to a man in Kimma's position. <laughs> uh, what's Kimma that? Asked for, Kimma asked for an extension, and the boss told him to go to insurrection, man. <laughs> in the wrong place. <laughs> I understand the Kimma Show crew is forming a new musical group. A new musical group? Oh, really? Yeah, it's called New Heads on the Block. No, um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> man, them kids on the National Spelling Bee, they're yeah. great, you man. They them? show enough smart. They oh. even get the trick questions right. The trick questions? Like what? Yeah, like a kid the other day correctly spelled impregnate K-I-S-I-M. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Another girl corrected us. Correctly spelled herpes V I C K. I mean, you got to be careful with it. <laughs> Ron Mexico. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Red bumpers. Anyway, <laughs> oh. I just hope that the Kimba don't get dragged into this Denny Hasta scandal with the wrestling and all. Me get dragged into it? Well, apparently one of Denny's favorite wrestling holds he taught the young boys. Uh huh. Was the Standin Peterson? <laughs> That's a real hole, by the way. <laughs> Standin Peterson. Yeah, it really is, and it's a variation of the Kneeling Simmons. So you could be in trouble. I mean, it's closely related to the Squat and Secrets or the Toe Over to K. And the Shepherd Smith Scissor Hole, Kimmel. So I hope you don't get drugged into that. Apparently, under Coach Dennis Hassett, the phrase "mud wrestling" took on a whole new meaning. So he could be. Never wrestle with a pig. You both get dirty. The pig likes it. <laughs> there you go. Great to, <laughs> great to be on the show. Thank you, Charles. Always our honor, sir, to have you aboard. Mr. NBA, right here. Hey, if the bucket calls you, you don't know where I am, I've right? never heard of you. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. 155. Yeah. And then there's a story of Robert Jensen in Minneapolis, uh, who was also friendly the clown. He's an entertainer, knows by goes by Friendly the Clown, and he uh, apparently showed up uh, uh, in Minnesota uh, to a family that had a woman who was um, recovering from a traumatic brain injury, staying at his house, and he told her that he was praying for a little girl like her to come around and mess around, and he's accused of, Friendly the Clown is accused of raping a woman with a head injury while she was staying at his house to recover. <clears throat> Friendly the clown. I don't get it. I do not get it. Eight four 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 ten sixty seven. Baltimore. Yeah, they've had more murders. A woman and her seven year old son just shot in the head and murdered. The people of Baltimore are blaming the cops. Well, here's what the commissioner says. Now, just wait a minute. There's a lot of levels of confusion within the police organization. They've said this to me, so repeating them is if I get out of my car and I make a stop for reasonable suspicion, uh, articulable reasonable suspicion, that leaves the probable cause, but I make a mistake on it, uh, will I be arrested for it? The cops say that whenever they get out of their squad car, for whatever reason, they are immediately surrounded by 20 or 30 people with their iPhones waiting for the cops to do something wrong. So the cops don't want to get out of the car. And the citizens are blaming the police for all the murders. 38 murders this month in Baltimore. 38 murders this month. And they blame the police. And they show up with cell phones whenever the cops get out of the car. And, of course, the leadership in Baltimore, Democrats, black. 157 News Radio, 106.7. Hey, hey, hey. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Case photo and video. This is Jerry Seinfeld, and why are you listening to a replay of the Kimma Show? Don't forget, the Kimma's on Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it! The Kimmer really loves nature, well, despite what it did to him. <laughs> the Kimmer uh, yeah. Show on News.
News Radio 1067. Thank you very much. Yes, 205, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. A News Radio 1067. This day in 1942, Derbingle, Bing Crosby, child beater, kid hitter, recorded White Christmas on this day. No, it wasn't allegedly. He beat the crap out of his kids. He was a brutal, vicious bully. He beat his kids, whipped them. I mean, he was brutal. And he only stopped the day that Norm, or one of his sons, I forgot which one, Gary, somebody came up to him and said, if you ever touch me or my brothers again, I'll kill you. And he said, I've been waiting for you to stand up like a man or something like that. Bing Crosby. I'm not making that up. Anyway, 42 on this day, White Christmas came out. (laughs) What? On this day. On this very day. In May? In May. That's right. He recorded the song on this day in May. released it. No, he recorded it. Recorded. All right, two, uh, 206 is on the camera. News Radio 1067. News Breaker Line is coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Also, we have uh, the, the glorious Leslie Dove with Men's on Ball coming up to hide the women and children in advance. It'll be coming up sometime in this half hour. And uh, also, some, uh, some unfortunate news. I know this is going to break your hearts and you can't believe it. But Chris Souls, the latest bachelor on the ABC TV show The Bachelor. Chris Souls and his forever soulmate, Whitney Bishkoff, have split. God, this is the first time ever that two people who met on television and spent almost 12 minutes together one-on-one, the first time they've ever broken up, and it's just a tremendous uh, disappointment to all of us now. They released a statement saying, I hate her guts, she hates my guts, so screw the both of you. So that's it's stupid. Be on TV to find your true love, for God's sake. Hey, wait a minute. We got an update. Soldier at Ease. It's Amy at soldieratease.org helping to build that house in Smyrna for the wounded vet. Hiya, Amy. Hello. What's up, kiddo? Um, uh, well, we had a couple of small setbacks, so I really need the Kimmer, the Kimmer Army to come through for me. Okay. Um, we had... We thought we had a vented over-the-range microwave, uh-huh. and somebody backed out on that. And so we were in desperate need of one of those this weekend. And also um, the privacy fence that needs to go up. We have somebody that will put it up, but the person that was going to provide it backed out. Oh, boy. So you need yeah. a privacy fence. You need a fence for the property? Right. And you need – oh, now what kind of a microwave? I don't. I didn't quite get – Vented over over range over the range microwave. Vented over the range microwave. I got you. Correct. Excellent. So, so you can go to soldieratease.org dot org and get in touch. Op, I'm sorry, Operation Soldieratease dot org. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and you'll be they'll be able to get in touch with you and if they can help yeah. you out with a fence and yeah. the vented microwave. Correct. Excellent. All right, Amy. All right. Good luck to Thank you. you. Okie dokie. It's all right. Do a wait on News Radio one zero six seven. She's been doing yeoman work here for a very long time. 844-404-1067. Hillary Rodham Rodham flew into town and had a, uh, well, you wouldn't have known it because it was private. Uh, you know, She had a fundraiser at a millionaire's house, A.J. Johnson. You can call me Johnson. <laughs> a private equity financier and member of the Points of Light Board. And uh, he had a special fundraiser for uh, Hillary Rodham Rodham. If you brought in $50,000, you were called a full-fledged host designee. If it was, you raised a lousy 27000 you were a co-host. So, you know, we want to be with Hillary Rodham Rodham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she, of course, she wouldn't talk to the press or the public because she wants to do things in private so she can get more money and not have to uh, answer for it. Uh, 209 on News Radio 1067. 844 1064 1067. If you haven't heard this story, you ought to be outraged. Gabriel Choctaw is a 27 year old mother in Cobb County who has a 10 year old boy. 
and they've been beating up her son. Sanders Elementary School, her son's being bullied. She was afraid that he'd be jumped on a school bus uh, recently, so she told the administrators that people are picking on her son, bullying her, his, her son, and she told the administrator, and he said, according to her, he said, there are over 900 students here. We don't have time to get into every situation. So the mother met, uh, went with her kid to the bus stop just the other day, and when they, she was afraid they were going to start bullying them again, so she basically uh, allegedly encouraged her son to stand up to him and fight back, which he did. And now the police have arrested the mother because she didn't stop the fight, and she, uh, she says she didn't encourage any fighting, but apparently she clearly encouraged her son to stand up for himself, which he did. There was a fight, and she didn't stop it, so they're charging the mother. They ought to have the kid go punch the administrator in the nose. This is outrageous. Yep, yeah. By the, oh, if you have ever had a bully and you have ever stood up to a bully, tell me if it worked. Yeah. I guarantee it worked. That's the only way to stand up to a bully. We've all been there yeah. before. Yeah. You remember your first time where a bully did something to you? What, what, yeah. Where, what, what? And, and, yeah, and all the adults were saying, oh, just look the other way and ignore it. It'll go away. Yeah. And it lasted for a few months. And finally, I confronted him on a bus. I poured a Pepsi over his head. And the bus driver tried to throw me off. I said, look, you've been sitting there not saying a word for months. I finally yeah. stand up. You're going to kick me off? Never heard a word about it from any of them ever. And ever. how did the kid react to you from then on? He, he got mad for a second. Then he looked. He saw that I was serious. And he sat back down. And I never heard from him again. The only way to deal with a bully is to stand up to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this, parents, there's nothing wrong with a 10-year-old boy uh, having a fist in the face once in a while or a punch in the stomach and doing, doing the same thing with little 10-year-old fists. No one's going to die. And if you don't have your kid stand up for himself, who the hell's going to? Who's going to stand up to him? And if you don't stand up for your children, this is how it happens that nobody stands up for America when we start getting attacked, which is why they're having the rally tonight in Phoenix, Arizona, outside the mosque where the two guys who went to Texas used to pray. And the founder of this ex-Jarhead guy is saying, bring your guns, and they're going to. ISIS is warning the people of Phoenix tonight not to do it. Oh, man, if I could get to Phoenix in about three hours. If of course, they wouldn't let me take all my guns. If you leave now. I could fly, I could get there, but I couldn't bring all my guns with me on the plane. I don't think, that would, I don't think they'd be too appreciative of the baggage of my fifty caliber pistols and a few assault rifles, three or four shotguns and a couple of Derringers and some uh, forty-four Magnums, but whatever. Uh, it's 212 now. I am warning you right now, if you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, this is Carl, the Greenskeeper, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by the new Tiger Woods Restaurant in Jupiter, Florida, oh, no. offering a wide variety of juices. You know, orange, apple, tomato, human growth hormone, <laughs> so he's got that going for him, which is, which nice. is nice. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Well, there'll be no cash. Look out, I got your calls. I got Gerald, Jordan, and John. Please hold for me. I want to talk to you about this bullying business. Also, the glorious Leslie Dove with men's on ball. Time to hide the women and children. A couple of sports birthdays, Peter. 
Hall of Famer Al Unzer, 76. Former Baseball Commissioner Faye Vincent, 77. Holy crap, it's Sports and Pete Davis. Shelby Miller gave up just one run in seven innings last night. He pitched like the all-star that he will soon be. Shelby, the NLERA leader with Zach Grinke. Excellent. But the bullpen pitched like a clown car on fire. No, oh Giving up six runs as the Braves fall in San Francisco, 7 nothing. They made Chris Charlton Heston look like Juan Marichal. Tim Hudson on the mound for the Giants tonight against Mike Fultonavich. Hey! Boston visits Texas tonight. Stephen Wright pitching for the Red Sox. So I get out of the bed. I figured I'd go for a walk. She said, how long are you going to be gone? I said, the whole time. <laughs> Not that Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. The is... knuckleballer. Oh, I... uh, more fallout from the FIFA scandal. Yeah. We now know that when the FIFA officials were arrested in Switzerland, seven of them threw themselves on the ground and pretended to be injured. <laughs> oh, I hurt my knee. Let's take off our shirts and slide on our tummies. <laughs> and when was the last time you heard America being praised around the world? Yeah. We're getting applause for attacking FIFA. The Times of South Africa says the Americans will have done the world a huge favor. Politico Europe's Tunko Veradarajan writes, FIFA is a global behemoth, but the U.S. is an even more powerful adversary. FIFA has met its match in the United States of America. Boy, that obviously it's going to be confirmed that everyone around the world is supporting America in our fight for justice and truth and decency and honesty. Everyone in the world is fighting on our behalf, Pete, standing four square with Americans, American hero and patriotism. Boy, that's great news. Not so fast, Troutmouth. Oh, now, wait a minute. <laughs> a Bloomberg pundit, go figure, uh. says arresting FIFA is akin to our military renditions and secret terrorism oh. arrests. Oh, and the Wait. New York Times, the involvement of the Justice Department in the arrest will not help the United States image. God, that's just unbelievable. Now, Simon Hill of Fox Sports Australia says, God bless America. It's perhaps the ultimate irony that one of the last countries on earth to fully embrace soccer is the one that has the gumption to take a stand. Tufts University professor Daniel Dresner, the days like this is when the U.S. is the greatest country in the world because it makes stuff like this happen. See? Uh, Vlad Putin's not happy, though. He says we're trying to take over international soccer. Yeah, well. So we'll just let our ladies do that on the field in the World Cup yeah, next month up in Canada. <laughs> uh, some say it's hypocritical. The same people complaining about us being the world police in Iraq are now praising us for doing just that yeah, with FIFA. Exactly. And we have sounded one of the FIFA arrests. The rot is everywhere. In fact, I see that uh, I myself am about to be arrested for corruption. You will have to take it from here, Peter. Yes, I will take good care of your wife. <laughs> Wait, what What does that mean? <laughs> I saw an interesting tidbit in SI. Yeah. A British judge has fined a golfer 10,000 pounds or over $15,000 for slicing his tee shot at Brookfield Country Club. Wait, <laughs> no, wait a minute. I wasn't even there that weekend. <laughs> the Bells Hill Golf Club in the U.K. Smacking another man in the head. He got fined. I did bounce a title off a lady's gourd the other day on a hole four, but that's a whole other issue. And speaking of soccer again, the head of Italy's amateur soccer league has been fired, uh, dismissed, arrivederci. Yeah. Because during a discussion as to how to fund the women's teams, Felice Belloli said, quote, that's enough. We can't always go on talking about giving money to this bunch of lesbians. Oh, <laughs> all right. Who is this again now? Uh, Felice Belloli, the head of Italy's amateur Italy. site. Former. <laughs> now, you just can't make a wisecrack like that about lesbians and get no, away with it. not in Italy, no. And then finally on this date, 1946, Edward Klepp becomes the first white man to play in the Negro Leagues for the Cleveland Buckeyes against the American Giants in the Negro American League team. The team ragged him by making him sit in the front of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? 1946. Isn't that amazing that the only people who were not discriminated against someone of another color were black guys? 
Amazing. Welcome aboard, you white people. I love it. Well, 222. Thank you, Pete. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let me t- start with Gerald talking about bullying, and this lady stood up for a kid, and the lady got in trouble. What do you think, Gerald? Well, Cam, I, my, my thing is the only way to deal with a bully is put them on the dirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I used to teach self-defense course, I used to say, if they're on the dirt, they can't hurt. <laughs> That's a great motto, Gerald. I'm glad you called. Here's Jordan on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me on, camera. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Oh, man, I just wanted to tell you a little story about uh, when I was about 15, the freshman year, uh, my family moved to Alabama for a few years, and I had a boy that always messed with me in gym class, just random things, uh-huh. hitting me with stuff or whatever. And I told him, one day I told him, I said, you mess with me again, you're not going to like it. So next day comes on, we go to gym, he does it again. I give him about 10 minutes, I walked over there and just laid him out. I mean, popped him with everything I had, broke his nose and everything. He was bleeding all over. I love it. And uh, he, uh, we were getting, the gym teacher came over there, and he was like, well, what happened? Y'all, I told him, gym teacher was like, well, both of y'all are going to, they paddled us or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, but I laughed the whole time because he cried right in front of everybody. In I the gym. love it. See, that's the thing. Bully, and Jordan, I appreciate it. Bullies almost always will back down immediately, and then they turn, no, oh, I was just kidding around. I didn't know you were going to do that. And start whining like little girls. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, parents with little kids, you should know. You know this. Don't be cowards about it. Make your kids stand up for themselves. Here's John on News Radio 1067. Hey, John. Hey, Kim, are you a great American man? Thank you, sir. Hey. Ninth grade, same other guy there. I had the same situation. I came up, all kind of stuff up, hit the two times. My dad just told me something. John, I, I, we're losing. Can we put him on hold? We've got you on hold. You're in a bad cell or something. I'll try to get back to you in just a minute. Uh, on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. And I do have newsbreaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor and the glorious Leslie Dove with Men's on Ball, also coming up here, too. Um, and uh, some more of the wrestling hoop, I didn't remember, wrestling moves by uh, Dennis Hastert, the former secretary, or the Speaker of the House, Republican Illinois, been arrested and charged with bribery, trying to pay off a guy uh, with millions of dollars who knew something that Hastert did when he was a wrestling coach. Uh, some of his, uh, back in the uh, 80s and so forth in Chicago, apparently some of his wrestling holds were a little suspicious. The uh, over the rainbow and through his goods maneuver, that uh, that sounds a little iffy to me. The reverse Boston crab taster. Again, these are moves that are just the keister cracker, the manhole cover-upper, the abdominal nipper bu- nipple biter, the fish tickling monkey pumper. Now, these are just, these are not a, pra- a tra- the thumb sinking hip displacer. It's, uh, these are wrong. The thigh-high head squeezer, the tilt of the world like a squirrel swirl, the man in the boater floater. I mean, these are just not appropriate wrestling moves. God. Anyway, those are just some. The many, many wrestling moves. All right, anyway, it's only me, uh, the camera, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Baltimore citizens are blaming the cops because the murder rate is out of control. It's as high as it's ever been. In fact, it's breaking records. 38 people dead this month. Well, uh, a black leader named Kevin Jackson says, uh, who are you going to blame? I think that this lies squarely on the shoulders of the mayor and Mosby because they're supposed to be law and order, and they're not. The mayor of Baltimore has done two things since she's been in office. One of them is the uh, Marriage Act, and the other is the Dream Act. She hasn't done anything proactively in that city that's led, you know, it's leading to jobs and the things that, that sort of quell this type of thing. And a former Secret Service agent, Dan Bartino, says blame the left. Make no mistake, you're watching in live time not just a war on police officers, 
You're watching a war on law and order. You're watching in live time the dismantling of a constitutional republic so that the, the hijacking of the Democratic Party by this radical far left can become complete. And what they do is they leverage chaos to do that. There you go. And these are black leaders speaking. This is not a racial thing. This is, you know, the lead. That, that idiot mayor, Stephanie Hyphen Liberal, uh, thinks she's running a beauty queen contest. I think she accidentally showed up in the mayor's election thinking it was for a beauty contest. And she won. God, what a snot. And, and she's the one who said, oh, I didn't say you could go ahead and loot. And then she says she'd go ahead and loot. So anyway, coming up, more bullying stuff. John will be standing by. 227 Newsmaker Lines and Leslie Dove next on News Radio. Well, this is Ronald Reagan. And you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Hi, neighbor. This is <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. And this portion of our show yes, is brought to you by the Cumulus Spelling Bee, oh, right. where insignificant is spelled K I M. M-E-R. Can you say that? Yes, sure. Sir. I knew you could. Knew you and now here's your insignificant host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. Thank you. 235 uh, News Radio 1067, and it's only the Kimmer. The day I first met you, you told me you never fall in love. Demi Lovato. Is this a different version? I can hear an echo of her singing. Is this the one? That's funny. I guess in my headphones, no, normally if you hear this on the radio, you're hearing it through a radio speaker. I'm listening in my headphones through this computer, and it's a whole different sound There's it, where, where she echoes herself at the beginning of the song. I never heard that before because it's a specifically different when you hear it through headphones. I'll begin. Anyway, Demi Lovato was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. That's a very serious mental illness. Uh, Demi said she was very, very depressed, didn't know why she was depressed. She was playing concerts, living out her dream, making millions of dollars, and a family kind of intervened, and she learned she had some kind of a mental problem and turned out to be bipolar disorder. Uh, She's hoping that others will be benefited by speaking up uh, to improve treatment options and uh, erase the stigma around mental illness. Uh, Good for her. That's bipolar. is nothing to fool around with, my friends. Also, uh, Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch is for sale. Uh, Michael Jackson's former personal fantasy land and uh, home of youngsters is being listed for $100 million. It has a train station, a six-bedroom house, 50-seat movie theater, and two lakes on almost 3,000 acres near Los Angeles. Holy smokes. It's not too shabby there. All right, I got it. It's only me. 844-404-1067. 844- Oh, sorry, I turned off my wrong thing there. 844. <laughs> thank you. 844-404-1067. I wanted, yeah, thank you so much. I want to do a little something we do every Friday, if you don't mind. I like to check that weather forecast. Here's that. What's it doing, baby? Oh, look out. It's definitely rain of men, my friends, and that means only one thing. Hide the women and children, for we bring you now. Men's on ball with a glorious Leslie Dove. <laughs> Hello, Leslie. How's it going? Well, I'm enjoying me some Bailey's Irish cream this afternoon. <laughs> Bailey and I are thinking about getting married in the Dublin in the fall after the vote last weekend with another insertion of I'm getting married in the morning. Ding dong. 
ding. I never get past the ding dong in that song. What I, comes next? I, I don't think there is any part well, after Kim, that. I don't know about you and yes. Pete Davis, but yeah. I feel bad for the Atlanta Hawks. You feel bad for him, sir? Oh, yeah. The links that some people will do just to get the hell out of Cleveland. I don't blame them for that. <laughs> A day in Cleveland is like getting two calls from Brett the truck driver. Where's my revolver? <laughs> Where's my revolver? <laughs> I don't know about you, Kim, but yeah. with the Hawks gone, <laughs> yeah. I've got about as much interest in the playoffs as Kevin Spacey has in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. <laughs> he called me up and he said he hated it. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, a belated congratulations uh, yes, sir. to racer Juan Pablo Montoya, Montoya, who won the Indianapolis 500 oh, last boy. weekend. Yes, sir. Yeah. What was really impressive was yeah. Juan Pablo, when he won, there were 11 of his family members in the car at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. <laughs> Juan Pablo said he knew it was going to be his lucky day, Kimmer. Really? Huh? When he got in the car and the fuzzy dice in the rearview mirror rolled over to an 11. <laughs> It was a huge day in India for the Montoya family. Really? Wow. Well, Juan Pablo picked up the big winner's check, and his father, Julio, received 35 bucks to mow the infield. So, oh! <laughs> a big day all around. Big Meanwhile, out at Flowery Branch, yeah, Flowery. the Hawks began working out in light pads, Kimmer. Light pads? Yeah, I don't see here whether they stay free mini or maxes, <laughs> but <laughs> they still be getting their practices. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't even know that a Gatorade had a new vinegar and water flavor. Did you? <laughs> it goes along with their Kentucky jelly. I don't know. <laughs> Kentucky, that's one of my favorite brands. I hear Matt Ryan is looking really good in practice. Oh, he is really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, his interceptions have more zip on them. They're hitting with safety and the cornerbacks rotting on the numbers. I mean, he is really throwing with some authority now. And congratulations to the Stanford Cardinal, yeah. who, who whose women's won the NCAA Women's Golf Championship oh. earlier this week, Kevin. Wow. I thought, how, how refreshing yeah. to see a group of ladies who yeah. don't hold up the entire course. I mean, how often does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got to go back and get ready for my Irish wedding this fall that I was mentioning. Sorry, you know, uh, Yeah, we're going to flip for who's the bride and who's the groom. <laughs> and, and, you know, who gets to take the other one up the aisle <laughs> of the church? Take it up the aisle of the church. I just finish that thought. going to be a best man, all right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and until next time, this is Leslie Dove, and I'll see you at the ball yard. Go Braves. Chop, chop. Thank you, Leslie. The glorious Leslie Dove. The men's on ball. Mercy. Now we're talking 240 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844 1067. Word of advice, if you don't mind, what happened to a, a Tucker High School girl whose name was not released was walking along after school, got off a school bus, and she was listening to music on her earbuds. And that's when a guy walked up behind her and grabbed her, tried to drag her into what the AJC calls a wooded area as opposed to the woods nearby, but <clears throat> drag her into the woods. And tried to drag her into the woods. Uh, she says, he yanked me by my jean jacket, backing up, grabbed me by the wrist. The 16-year-old girl screamed at him, let me go, and she broke free after she punched him and got away. <laughs> Earbuds, walking and not paying attention, my God. 
I mean, you're not at the mall. You know, you're not inside protected at the mall. If you're out and about, you have to be aware of your surroundings. And these earbuds, I'm telling you, I mean, women now who jog and, and go through parks and so forth by themselves wearing headphones are taking a chance. It's just, it's just, it's too risky. She did the right thing. She fought him off, and she's alive and happy today because she did. But, my God, it could have been so much worse. All right, 242, it's only the camera. More news lines coming up. Sponsored by the sighting, doctor. Where's my froggy? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it want to come in. Well, look, damn your eyes. Look for it. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. That's what I was saying. Hello. Hey. My name is Jarnak, <laughs> Jarnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes. a swift kick. A swift kick. What do you receive if you get frisky with Taylor Swift? <laughs> Swift. Taylor Swift. The swift kick. I almost didn't get it there for a minute. 248, it's only the kibber. And my girl Miranda Lambert. Here we go. I cut my bangs with Miranda Lambert's gonna headline a new country rock festival in Kentucky in August this year, sponsored by Speedway Motorsports. And next year, there'll be festivals at the Texas Motor Speedway and Charlotte, North Carolina Motor Speedway. This will be at the Kentucky Speedway in August, along with Kings of Leon and Green Day. What the hell is Green Day doing in a country rock festival? I think they're not really country rock in any way. So what would that be about then, I wonder? Anyway, whatever. I think it's only me, 248 News Radio 1067. We were just looking at a headline on CNN. CNN just had a headline which said... Uh, was it South Asian? South Asian teens win spelling bee for eight years in a row. South Asian teens. They're not South Asian teens. They're American. They were born in America. Is anyone from South Asia? Is any one of those kids from South Asia? They're Americans. I mean, they have Indian names, you know, Shang Lang Mander Shangabang and stuff like that. But that's, you know, that's just because that's what their families came from originally. They're labeling them, basically. It's, race, it's racially labeling that, you know, it, it's though it's it, it's the critics are saying, well, oh, in fact, let me, I'll read you this this one line. This is hysterical. Uh, the two winners were Vanya Shavisa Shankar and Gokul Venkatalalam, and um, the woman who's in charge of the social media last year uh, for, uh, for the uh, spelling bee, Paige Kimball, the director of the bee, says she was approached yesterday by someone at the spelling bee and asked whether any Americans made it to the finals. She said, they're all Americans. Everyone in the final is an American. And she said, obviously, we have a long way to go to teach people about racially segregated. But, you know, the, the surnames from India, but they're American kids. If you want what they've called you, Scandinavian yeah. teen wins? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, CNN is, is labeling, racially labeling one more divisiveness. Yeah. More divisiveness. Oh, man. Right, how about a newsbreak? I see this Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Kimmer. It's your old friend Larry King. Larry. With a new product from Sunsoft. Oh, what's that, Larry? Well, it's one part Cialis, one part milk of magnesia. It's for those people out there that don't know if they're going or arriving. You know, when you can't keep track of it. See where you're headed. Thank you. <laughs> well, the GOP field, you know the difference between the GOP field and the Jerry Farber side door lounge? No, I don't, sir. I don't know. Well, the GOP field's really getting crowded, Kimber. I mean, everybody's trying to get in. They're as lining opposed up to, waiting to... <laughs> as opposed to rushing out the door before he starts playing the piano. <laughs> 
<laughs> Larry? They got speed bumps at the exits over there. <laughs> Slow down going home. <laughs> Seriously, I took a count last night. The Republican field now consists of 18 men and one woman. Oh, man. One woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So much like the bachelorette suite over at the Marriott Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for those gang parties they like to have over there. <laughs> well, the National Spelling Bee is underway. It kind of reminds yeah. me of the uh, Delta Airlines reservation line. Well, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, it looks like they've both been outsourced to India. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, round trip from Atlanta to Seattle. That's 300 Delta Sky Miles. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a little longer than that, I think, sir, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was in your statement lately, Bill. <laughs> I understand for this year's spelling bee, the yes. judges are allowing some alternate spellings. Have you noticed that, Kim? Alternate spellings? No, I didn't well, for yes, yesterday, for instance, a kid yeah. correctly spelled chlamydia, L-O-H-A-N. <laughs> 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 Another spelled Steve McCoy, G-O-D. Once again, perfectly acceptable if you've ever been to a sales meeting. Goodbye, me. <laughs> Chipper Jones, you see the latest on Chipper? No, what's new? Got in a heated Twitter war with an irate fan who apparently he refused to sign the guy's autograph oh, years ago. really? Man. Oh, my God, it got really ugly, Kim. Really, really ugly? I mean... Chipper continued the Twitter exchange for so long, Mrs. Hangman started to feel neglected. It. <laughs> That's going to cause a problem. Hangman's kids came in and said, Chipper, Daddy, please get off the iPad and play catch with us. Eventually had to settle for their surrogate dad, Chad. <laughs> How many beers do you know that are named Chad? Anyway. Allegations continue to swirl on uh, former House Speaker Denny Haston being blackmailed to one of his former male high school wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why everybody's surprised about this, Kimmer. Cool. You know, he was once on my show, Larry King Live, yeah. and he's talking about his new book, Denny Haston's Book of Wrestling Moves. Wrestling Moves? I didn't hear about Yeah, they had the Tyler Perry pile driver, the... Uh, <laughs> The step over twinkle toe hold, that was a pretty good <laughs> tip off, you know. Twinkle toe hold. <laughs> the Cox Broadcasting bear hug, you know. <laughs> the, the how's your hammer lock, I mean. <laughs> the chromeless trailer hitch, I mean, we should have known. <laughs> there should have been a, a warning. <laughs> Great to be Thank honest. you so much. <laughs> it's Friday, all right. 2.53, and it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Let's do one more. Should we do one more? What the heck? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimber. <laughs> this is Hank Hill calling hey, Hank, how's from it Strickland Propane. Propane, sure. How's it going, Hank? Uh, you know, don't you hate those awful choices you have to make sometime in life? Yeah, choices. Laxative yeah. versus suppository, you know. <laughs> Romney versus Obama. <laughs> a call from Brett, the truck driver. Kimmer redoing the Patrick Henry speech. I mean, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll take liberty or death. Just go, go read that again. <laughs> well, there goes that idea. <laughs> a pool or a pond would be nice. Liberty or death. Well, I hate to brag, the National Spelling Bee is yeah. going on, and yes. yesterday, yeah. my son Bobby won his local junior high spelling bee. Really? That's great. Yeah. Bobby cor correctly spelled the word disregarded as K-I-M-M-E-R, so <laughs> I think he's been hanging out in the sales department lately. Well, you know, I tell you, I really admire, my wife Peggy admires yeah. those Indian and Pakistani kids who dominate the National Spelling yeah, Bee. Dominate, yeah. 
Why can't they speak this clearly when I try to get tech support? What I want to know. Thank you for calling me, Jerry. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of dollars. Yeah, he with the laptop. He always says his name is Billy or something. You know. Yeah. This is Bubba in Columbus, right? Yeah. Well, Bernie Sanders wrote an essay on men and women's rape fantasies, and the guy's running for president. I tell you the length that some people will go just to get Bill Cosby's endorsement, Kimmer. <laughs> the outrageous things people will write to get booked over there at the Cobb Sexual Energy Center. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the name. You didn't know they changed the name on it. <laughs> When's the sign going up? <laughs> right after Jameis Winston performs there, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, organizers of that Prophet Muhammad cartoon contest in Phoenix that yeah. you've been talking about, yes, sir, yes. they're pretty smart over there. They're smart over there, sir? Well, they're putting out Perel hand sanitizers, bars of soaps, and deodorant to keep the Muslim terrorists away. You know, it's <laughs> like holding a job fair in Ferguson, Missouri. It's the best way to clear things out. I once asked my wife, Peggy, why do they call it the bath party when none of their members take one? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> I hope the event in Phoenix is as successful as the contest was out in Garland, Texas, Kemmer. Really, sir? Where the winning drawing were those two chalk victim outlines. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe ISIS took credit for planning that attack. Hell, that's like taking credit for putting together the Rock 100 morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. The gang here says thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. Be careful. We'll see you again on Monday. All right, it's the news, people, coming up on News Radio. Oh, I lost my belly button. I lost my... This is William Shatner, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. If you like what you heard, you must be one sick individual. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Listen to The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.